Hello and welcome to A Voice of Hope with Troy Peverall. This show is designed to offer hope for you and your family as you navigate through the struggles of life. We believe that this hope that comes from Jesus can lead you to live a life of victory in Him. I'm Chris Sasser, and today I get to lead us through a conversation about hope. We are glad you're here. Hello and welcome to A Voice of Hope. Chris Sasser, Troy Peverall here, and we are excited about a conversation we're having today where we're actually continuing what we've been talking about for a few weeks uh, because it, it's really important. And, and the idea is that what we want to do in life as believers, as disciples, as people who follow Jesus, is we want to be able to hear from God. Right, Troy? Yeah, yes. Pretty critical to for us to do oh, that, wouldn't sure, you think? For sure. Yeah. And, Gives and, good confidence. Yeah, that's right. And I would say, you know, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our last two episodes, go back and listen to those where we kind of finished off last time is is reasons why we don't hear from him. And uh, I'm just going to kind of really quickly go through some of those. And then Troy and I are going to jump into kind of our next phase of the conversation. And, you know, oftentimes we, we just really doubt that God's speaking to us. I mean, uh, religion has kind of helped to, to mess that up a little bit, right, Troy? Yeah, 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 it has. And so we doubt that God speaks to us. We don't always recognize his voice. We, we're just kind of not listening. And I, I'm going to talk about that kind of personally here in just a minute. Uh, we, we kind of expect him to speak maybe in different ways uh, or we don't expect him to speak at all. Sometimes our lives are just too loud. We, we've so talked about this in lots of different episodes about how we just we're not good with putting technology and social media away we're not good at you know not having to look at those notifications or just even the the busyness of our calendars i mean it just life is so loud and busy and we just don't always slow down enough to to hear god sometimes we just don't know his word i mean we know that god's word speaks to us and and we don't spend enough time in his word um you know we talked about how god's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path and we just need to maybe spend more time in God word, God's word. And then the last one, which is sort of the hard one uh, of all these, I guess they're all hard, but this one is maybe harsh, um, is just we're not of God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. that's tough. It's tough to, it's tough to put that in there because we want to be a, uh, a voice of hope <laughs> yeah. to people. But there is, you know, there is the scriptures that we, we need to wrestle with. Um, you know, and this last one is, um, but our first one for today is that whoever is of God hears the words of God. Um, so therefore, uh, the indication here is that, you know, we may not hear from God because we may not be um, of God. And God makes everyone uh, f- for him and for his purposes um, but we're not all into the fold as sheep would be into the fold. Um, and there's a verse in John that talks about the sheep, you know, will know his voice yeah. and follow me. Yep. And so the whole idea there is, you know, twofold that we're going to recognize when the shepherd is speaking and we're going to also follow out of trust. And so not everyone is in that, in that, uh, you know, in that category. And it's, it's not that some are better than others. It's just when we hear that call to us, do we respond? Mm-hmm. And for various reasons, they're good reasons, actually. And in, in what I do um, in counseling, you know, a lot of times I'll work with people that have no faith and no belief, and there's no pressure there on my end. I don't think you can talk someone into that. I have to go carefully just believing fully that when God calls a person uh, into that fold, it's it's God's process. I want to be a vessel, but I don't want to be I don't want to, I don't want to do what God does. 
or try to do what God does. And so in that process, um, my encouragement to people that are not sure is just to really, you know, ask that question to him. And maybe there are points of difficulty in believing. And I would, I could share many stories where I've just asked people who don't believe yet to take a couple weeks where you just ask the question to the God that maybe you don't understand or the God that you don't even know if is there, but be bold and just ask if you are, if you are real, make yourself known to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times I've even run across people where they've said literally, I, I don't believe, but there's a part of me that really wants to believe. And when I hear that, I'm like, that's, that is because God made you for him I don't necessarily say that. Sure, but that's what you're but thinking. But I know that's yeah. what's happening is that he's created in every man and woman a need to know him. Whether or not the desire to know him is there yet, there's a need to know him. And so with this, this is a real good assessment to just sit back and just really ask the question, you know, am I a sheep? You know, and the Lord looks down at us, even those that are his, um, and has, in a sense, his pity because we are like sheep without a shepherd and that leaves us vulnerable to pray it leaves us vulnerable to being lost not knowing our way in this world so um while sobering as it is um this is so good because ultimately it's just not that god is just only trying to get us to eternity in his call he wants us to know him and again that goes back to how do any of us know anyone? And that is through relationship, which involves communication, which involves not just speaking to him, but also learning to hear him. Mm-hmm. I think through, you know, what is it, John 10, 10, where Jesus says, um, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. Yeah. You know, and obviously we talk about abundant life in, in, in the Christian world, but like I, I'm sitting here listening to you talk and think God, there, there's probably no possibility for me to have abundant life unless I'm hearing from God. Oh, man. Right? Yes. Uh, yes. And I don't know if as a believer I frame it that way often. Yeah. You know, obviously I want to be in a relationship with God. I want to be kind of growing. But but hearing from God is is something that's pretty specific. And, uh, you know, we all want to do. But, but there's probably just... I, I, I'm, I'm fooling myself if I think I can have the abundant life that God wants me to have right. if I'm not hearing from him. You know, and that's so, so true. I mean, just by human nature's desire to, to want to be right, I think that's in every person. Um, I can be in settings where truth is being spoken, and there's just this, even in my human nature, to want to agree with truth and to have an amen, in a sense, behind what I'm experiencing or listening to with full belief. Um, there's, I think our human nature, even though it's the spirit of God and truth, that's, that's coming out of whomever or whatever inspiration, what we're getting, it's our desire to align ourselves to what's true. Yep. And so it's like, we can go through that, those kinds of atmospheres for so long and believe them. But the moments in which we hear from God, those are the moments like you're talking about where it's like such a, oh my, and that's the part that I believe really begins to build, not just the belief in truth at that level, but the soul belief of nobody could 
I know that he's real. So let me give you a little story that I, that happened. And I'm, in, you know, I'm going to encourage people. Um, while I don't, I don't think this has been encouraged through the years in some of the settings that I've been in. Um, but I would encourage not out of, not out of misusing or abusing spirituality because it's, it's scary to think that man, I'm not, I'm not heard from God. And I've walked through those times where I feel like, man, it's so silent. And I, I'm so wanting, and I think there's purpose in that, and things that God will teach us to maybe even why. But I, I know, again, those times that you're talking about when I have actually heard from him, that it just so brings more faith to my life. So I, my encouragement is to start with people and share with people the ways in which you think God might be speaking, to encourage each other in that way. Um, you know, am I wrong? Are you going to be wrong at times? Yeah. But you're going to be right at times, too. And those are the things that are, like, so encouraging. So this is not about I'm more spiritual than another. We are not. There's no one above anyone. We're all sheep. And so I'll give you a little story. So one of the ways in which we'll talk about posturing um, later uh, to hear God, um, and I might have mentioned this on one of the previous episodes recently, but I'll take off um, when I'm doing well <laughs> and discipline once a year for two or three days. And so I just came back from one of those. And um, sometimes I come back and I'm like, man, it was so fantastic. God was there and I felt him. Then there are other times I'm like, wow, what a, where was he? <laughs> it feels like a <laughs> Hello, anybody there? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, both. But this time um, it was a mixture of a little bit of both of those. And But there was one moment in which... I was up in the West Virginia mountains at a state park and I was walking down a path with our little golden doodle and I was look. I mean, paths were emerging into each other everywhere. And, and this, this is the largest area that I've ever been in where I've seen so many paths and there was a little Creek to my right and I'm just stopped and I looked around and I said, God, and I was talking to God, there are so many paths and I heard immediately I am forever. And so when, when that came to me, I had one expression only. I lifted my hands and I just, I thanked him because I knew that was him. I can't create that kind of thought. And so that was a moment in which I heard God speak. Mm -hmm. And so, so when that happens, it's like what it does to my faith is it's reassuring like this is what he wants to do. Mm. He wants to communicate. Now, the first part of that, I went away with my analytical mind going, what does that mean? The first part, I, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out when I'm going, God, there are paths everywhere. The second part, I know what he means. And I believe what he was saying is that I am forever on whatever path that you are going to be on, no matter where they go, how they merge, because I am forever. So I took from that, I'm like, God, whether the paths are good, whether they're difficult, he's there. And so thank you for that. Yeah, because I'm going to guess in the moment, like, like were you referring to the actual paths in the woods or were you referring to the so many paths of life or do you even know? I was talking about the paths in the woods. In the woods, but 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 God spoke to you on a whole nother level. level. Right. Because <laughs> did. you didn't know where to take your next step on the path. No, but what God was really saying is, well, well, you might not know what what step to take on the next path in your life. Yeah, 
That's but good. I'm always in forever. No, it's right. And oh, so, so as, good. You're, I as love you're that. telling me this, it's like I'm I'm remembering. I'm interpreting the, your dreams. No, no, I'm, be careful. That's, okay. that's <laughs> all right. We, that's all right. So, you know, here's the thing, Chris, like you're looking back as you say that. If I had only had the thought, God, there are paths everywhere, and that, and God had not followed that with his word to me, I would have just, it was just a simple thought of just there's so many paths in the woods. Nothing would have been right. beyond that. But because he said, I am forever, his word to me, it made me now think about the paths in the woods and the paths in life. And so it's, again, it's like, what is this? It's relationship. Yeah. I didn't get that out of literally the word of God versus this morning I did yeah. <laughs> because I was in a place this morning even where, God, I need to hear from you. And he spoke differently yeah. through his written word. That's great. So many different ways to hear from God. And we're having just a fun conversation. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk about how we can hear from God. You're listening to A Voice of Hope. Thanks for listening to A Voice of Hope. This is a listener-supported ministry by folks like you. We're so glad that you've joined us. A Voice of Hope has been created as a nonprofit ministry to encourage our listeners with helpful resources for hopeful living as we navigate challenging days together. Through lighthearted, easy conversations between our host, Troy Peverall and Chris Sasser, along with their guests, it's our desire that you'll become a voice of hope in your community. Hey, let's change the narrative of the last few years to encourage peace over stress, exchange joy for sorrow, and share the message of hope over despair. Simple steps like these can profoundly impact your community and change lives. Everyone has a story to share and we would love to hear yours. So check us out on the web at mi1.net. That's mi1.net. It's the best place to find out more about A Voice of Hope, send an email, and find a secure place to give. Hey, thanks for listening. We're so grateful for this time together. So welcome back to A Voice of Hope. Uh, Chris, you were just talking a while ago, and I was thinking this morning um, about a podcast and our broadcast. And sometimes, you know, my mind, I can just say, Chris, I'm not sure what we're going to do this week, and I'll come back in with five pages. <laughs> and so there's just this, like, my turn my mind off. If it gets going, it's going. So all that to say is that, you know, there is a, there's just a genuineness to who you are. And um, I believe some in myself as well want this to be something that, that people get to experience because we're sitting here encouraging them to do so. Mm. So I wanted to ask you, uh, one question and then ask you one behind it that'll require a little bit more vulnerability. Okay. So the question is, how do you think that you hear from God? Well, it's funny. I'll go first to kind of where I struggle. I struggle kind of in, in one of the, the reasons why we talk about people don't hear from God. It's just in the busyness of life and, you know, the calendar and the schedule and the noise and just, you know, you and I've talked before about it. I sometimes feel like I've said yes to too many things and I'm kind of involved in too many things. So I'm not good at that. But I'll tell you, like, I can specifically hear from God in moments where I make myself That's good. stop and slow down. Mm. And it literally happened yesterday. That's good. So uh, I'll back up to two days ago. <laughs> 
just a couple kind of things happen with some situations kind of relationally and some things that I was going to have to step into some conversations that I wasn't excited about. And so I was going to step into them yesterday. So the night before I do what I think a lot of us do, I'm telling myself stories around, well, when I meet with that person, here's what they're going to say. And I got to say this back and we got to, you know, probably going to be contentious. And then this other person's probably going to bring this thing up that I don't really want to talk about. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to deal with. And I kind of got myself into a little bit of a, of a, I, I wouldn't say it, bad place in my mind, but I was just coming into the next day, not excited about it, dreading it and and, and telling myself a story of what's going to happen. Yeah. I went through the day and had a number of of those interactions and meetings and none of what I was worried about happened. Actually, God showed up like in really good, healthy, redeeming, encouraging ways that I didn't see coming. And so literally what I did Mm. Before I was leaving, um, I stopped, I got out my journal, which I don't do as often as I should. And I just wrote the story. And what I wrote was, there's some days where God really wants to teach you something and and make sure that you hear it. This was one of those days. That's cool. And I took like 15 minutes and I just sort of wrote out the day. Wow. And then at the bottom, when I got to it, it, I kind of wrote out the things that I feel like God was trying to say to me. Mm throughout that interaction. So for me, it was a, it, it has to be mm-hmm. a forced intentional stop, think, and, and, and really the, the phrase I would say is pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you have, I have to learn more and more every day to pay attention to what God's doing Yeah, because I do think he, he probably speaks to us in different ways throughout the day, mm-hmm. but because of my busyness, because of my charge ahead and look ahead and think about what the next thing is. I'm often not paying attention enough right. to hear what God's saying. Wow, wow. And so for me, I just gotta, I gotta stop. I have to stop. Well, that's, you. I mean, you really did answer the how, but you also answered the what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, what he said to me kind of yesterday and what he says to me all the time yeah. is uh, like there's, it, he, he speaks to me through music as well. That's good. Through kind of worship music. I listen to worship music, especially in the car all the time. And there's, you know, a, a couple of songs that where, where it just talks about God, you're so good. Yeah. God, great. you're so good. You, you've been so good to me. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, that's what he speaks to me often. And especially in those moments where I, I do kind of get in my head and get ahead of myself and tell yeah. some stories. I've got to remember God, you're so good. Yeah. Um, and then there's another song that I love. It's just called what he's done. Yeah. Which is kind of essentially saying the same thing. It's talking about, you know, what, what Jesus has done on the cross for us and mm-hmm. what kind of that does for mm-hmm. us in eternity, what it can do for us kind of here each and every day. But it's, it's just kind of the, God, what he's done in my life. I have to remember that. Right. I have to, to, to let that be kind of one of the anchors of the way that I think right. is, is not have a fear around what he might not do, yeah. but really rest on what he's done and how good he Looking is. That's, that's what he says <clears throat> to me, that's kind of part of the way that I feel like I need to hear from him all the time. <clears throat> that's really good because you're 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 looking back in a moment where you don't see, and that is so needed. Yeah, because I can conclude with my present state, and if my present state is not good, then I draw the script. You got you it. Talk about, you I got start it. Writing it. And yep. This is happening even this day as we're we're talking a little bit with kind of some things that I'm going through over the last two days. And 
um, one of the things I was actually thinking about it, you know, it's like, it never fails like God, when we're getting ready to do something for you, sometimes we're tested by the very thing. So, you know, I, I believe some of even what we're talking about today is a result of that. Yeah. And, um, just through the night, uh, for the last few nights, I don't have any problems sleeping. I sleep pretty well, but I have awakened at like three thirty to four in the morning. And when that happens, I, I'm usually, I just will go back to sleep, but there are some times where like I, my, if my mind starts going, I can't turn it off. I'm sure there were listeners. <laughs> that would I'm raising my hand. That happens yes. to me too. Yeah. And I, I literally hate it. I can't stand it. And so I, I start trying and then I think it hit me this morning. It's like, and I asked my wife this, like, can you actually try to go to sleep? Because if more I try it's like the harder it is to go to sleep. And we began talking about how you, you can prepare yourself to do that. And so, yeah, probably, but for me, last night was not one of those nights. And when I, when I moved over, and I, um, before I got up, because I had I got to about four in the morning, and I had remembered um, a man that I worked with, a pastor up in Ohio, where uh, in my 20s, he was older than I was, um, he told me that sometimes God would just wake him in the night and he would just pray. And at the time I'm like, Ugh, like, I don't want to wake up during the night and I want pray. To sleep. I know. So I remembered that this morning and I thought, you know, instead of fighting it, I'm just going to get up and go downstairs. And it was, it was good. It was good to be there. Um, and I gleaned from the things that I was reading, um, as well as beginning to think and feel like that God was in this as well. Something interesting also, Chris, I've noticed or heard quite a bit uh, from people that I know is that is that they're also experiencing a real early morning like that or mid-morning awakening from their sleep. Mm. And, you know, they're bothered by it. And I, you know, I've, I've had conversations with them and I've, I've, I've mentioned to them I, that I believe sometimes maybe, maybe it is God waking us to, to talk with him and for, for a period of time. And so instead of just resisting and fighting it, I mean, do try to go back to sleep, but if it's not working, just imagine, I think it was, you know, was it Eli or who, that heard God's voice in the night? Um, you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, it's, I'm totally probably messing it up. For those uh, theologians out there, please. Yeah, right. Me. Just look it up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, you know, is that you, Lord? You know, and sometimes I think it is that God is is speaking to us. Yeah. Tonight. So um, let's wrap up today. We only got a few more minutes left where, where maybe you can share a little bit about how, how you think you've been hearing from God lately uh, yourself. Same same question. I think for, for me, um, just in, in light of some of the things that I've shared, you know, one of the things is that I was aware this morning um, with this thought that my life, my life, the life I live and the roles that I have requires for me to be able to, to hear him is because I, I need to, to be able to pour out to people, to, to be present with people, to be present as a dad, as a granddad, um, and to, to be not so much inside myself. And so for that to happen, um, I feel like God is saying you need to get out of the future Mm -hmm. and come back to the present to be present. Meaning like the things that I worry about or the things that I am concerned about or where I pour my, my mind and, 
and what I look into and peer into, some of that is so future-based of things that I don't know and things that I might be worried about that I, that I was very aware that I think that's a picture of walking by sight versus walking by faith. And the reason I say that is it's not that we shouldn't plan for the future, but it's more of the fact that I think living by faith sometimes is just the step in front of me versus sometimes when I'm living by sight, I'm trying to see what's ahead of me. And I think as a result of that, going back to paths and trails of life, I find and Kim and I, we walk uh, a trail around here. And you really have to look down and keep your foot, your eyes, just one in front of you pretty much because there's so many stumps in the on the path. And it's like, don't be so concerned what's 15 feet in front of you mm-hmm. even. You better look down. And one step at a time, I think, is a picture sometimes of the faith we need. Great. <clears throat> you know, one of the things that I was thinking kind of along those lines is <clears throat> that God spoke to me, you know, yesterday and, and I think has spoken to me in the past is again, very much along those lines is I have to stop writing the script, as you said, or okay. telling myself the story of what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if that's similar for you kind of when you kind of look into the future and yeah. try to plan, do you project, oh. well, if I don't, here's what might, or, yeah. or here's what I have to do. And, and just how unhelpful that is because, you know, who of us knows, <laughs> Yeah, you know what what our days are going to be like, you know, going forward, and and there just really does need to be kind of a trust in God. It's tough that. because there's that verse there, and I know we're about out of time. So like, is a it's a man who makes his plans, but it's the Lord who determines his yes, steps. That's right. It's like I know we're supposed to plan, but I think at that point we're we're supposed to surrender. Yes, and so. It's the Lord. So what does that require? It requires me now to hear. You got it. I got to hear. I got to trust. And so we're going to talk more about that next time. Well, we hope today has been helpful. Again, if you didn't get a chance to listen to our last couple of episodes on this, you can go back and catch up. Um, We would love you to do that. If you want more information, you can go to mi1.net. That's mi1.net. Are you a voice of hope? That's what we're encouraging all of us to be as we seek to follow Jesus. Thanks for listening to A Voice of Hope.